1: Hello and welcome to Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast. I'm Benesh Maid and on this week's edition we find ourselves back in our cinema archive and remembering when in 2014 we clambered onto a branch to reflect on existence with the unique cinematic voice of director Roy Anderson. Next time I will increase uh, that. I, I, want, uh, I
0: want really to reflect about uh, how you spend your time here uh, on another planet. I think I'm not finished with that question. I will be more clear next time to 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 uh, increase the
1: the reflections, yes. The film's plot follows novelty joke salesman Niels Vestblom played by Holger Andersson who desperately tries to earn a living while observing others drift through their lives of desperation and loneliness. Ja, vi skulle vilja vilja visa några av våra produkter. Okay. I met up with the director to explore this film and to enter its sense of the surreal. A pigeon sat on a branch reflecting on existence. I mean, are you the pigeon or is we, are we as the viewers the pigeon? Both, I think.
0: And I, I think that is a projection of myself also, this pigeon. Uh, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) He's uh, representing both me and the audience Mm -hmm. to how we reflect ourselves also. The uh, idea came up when I was sitting in the south of Sweden in the kitchen. I had problems with my script. I tried to find something. I sat there and outside the window, some meters only from the window, in the tree, there was a a pigeon sitting. Mm -hmm. And I suddenly felt that, Maybe he also has problems with his script or <laughs> with with this uh, worldview, mm. so I found it sympathetic to 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 call it a, yes yes, and there also the story about the down syndrome girl that is telling a story about pigeon. Mm. Uh, that uh, what the problem with the pigeon. you know we was worried because he had no money. So that's very touching, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's a problem that we have, even if we are not a pigeon, we have problems with money all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the script there. I believe that you work a lot pictorially. You draw, you draw and paint pictures. Yes. I wanted to be, uh,
0: yes, I wanted many things when I was young. I wanted to be a mus- good musician. I played trombone. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I want to be, wanted to be a painter, a sculptor, and I wanted to be an author above all. Hmm. But when I saw these fantastic movies, uh, there was a highlight period in European film history in the 60s and at the end of the 50s also. I saw these fantastic movies, the Russian wave, the Polish wave, the Czech wave, Italian wave, French wave, and even English sync uh, realism. (laughs) It's a fantastic period in film history. So I'm very happy that I had my most vital part of my life at that period. So it helped me a lot to take the decision to, to start to make movies, instead of trying to make, uh, write a novel. A novel as good as uh, Albert Camus' uh, Le uh, The Stranger. Wow. <laughs>
1: Tar ser. jag
0: hör det Upp och håll tall och skruj
1: över det jag kostar
0: jag jag
1: um, this this um has film has 39 scenes or parts uh i would argue they're like mini movies in themselves would, would you agree
0: yeah that's true some sh- a collection of shorts yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i have learned to be
0: very effective to to tell things in a short time by help of my time in in advertising business so i've made many uh, commercials uh, in a very special style so uh, Yes, if you see them, you can see that they are not far from the features.
1: Mm.
0: It's almost one shot. Because when you have 30 seconds to tell something, you will lose time if you cut too much, if you remove the camera too much. Mm. So find that to spare time as well as possible, you have to have one shot, fixed camera one shot. Mm. And so far it has been very successful.
1: One of the nice things, again, going back to the comparison with paintings, is that when we come into a scene we have to sort of focus we have to sort of concentrate and try and work out what's mm-hmm. happening and then also you like to trick us by having things going on in the background as of well
0: <laughs> because that force you to be concentrated to, to, to miss, miss what's happening there what's happening there and uh, I mean if you look at the painting you don't have that pro- pr- uh, problem because in a museum you have the painting all the time it's for hours for days for months for years but in a movie, you have to be very concentrated to mm. to to, avoid, to miss so that's I, yeah yes 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 yes
1: Let, let's move on to the, the the kind of well the the plot the, I'd like to talk about the the two salesmen the the, the the these these two incredible characters who 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 sell jokes mm-hmm. um where did they come from i think uh, the, the
0: main source of inspiration in that case is uh, of course uh San laurel and Oliver Adi. Yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's them <laughs> And of course, also uh, Don Quixote and Sancho Panza. Mm. And you have it also in uh, Steinbeck's novel uh, uh, *Mice and Men*. Mm. And you have it with uh, Be- Beckett mm. waiting for Godot. Waiting for Godot is a adaptation of San Laurel and, and, and uh, Oliver <laughs> He was a big fan of them, uh, Be- Beckett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and especially for me, especially his dialogue. And it's so interesting this uh, novel, no, this play, was written in the fifties from Beckett, by Beckett. It's still so modern, it's still as today. I, I want, really want to have that quality, things that can survive for decades and years, as painting history can. Mm. And uh, a play by him can survive for hundreds of years more. I want, don't want to be compared with him, but I have the same ambition, so to say.
1: Well, one thing I noticed visually, uh, and I presume this was on purpose, was the fact that uh, these, your characters have very distinct sort of white makeup. And I suppose that goes back, again, maybe to Lauren Hardy in the sense, or the, the, the idea of the clown. Is, is, is that right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I want them to be uh, more universal than uni- uh, individualists. I want them to be universal, to represent humanity. And uh, at the circus, we have that white clown in the middle of the uh, uh, Manege. And he's himself, of course, but he's also representing all uh, spectators. And uh, I'm also very inspired and and a fan fan of uh, uh, Japanese uh, No Theater. Because they act with white masks. And when you have a white mask and quote Shakespeare, it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> to be or not to be <laughs> behind a white mask, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, moving on from that, I mean, also this, this, your use of colours is is very yeah, distinct as well.
0: Yeah. I, I'm trying to get reach something timeless. For me, timelessness, it's hard to describe. What is timelessness? You can't go out and shoot here and, and believe that... It will be timeless. Mm. No, it's very fixed to our time. So I want something more, more timeless. That's why I have reduced the the color scale, not too strong colors, more close to um, cartoons, actually. Mm. And uh, it's also my most important source of inspiration. I think it's the memory. Mm. But because in memory, you condense and reduce. It's uh, the, the most important things are still there. Uh, details gone away and even the in memory and even dreams uh, you condense and and purify yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like it very much <laughs> Vi som inga pengar hava, vi som inga pengar hava, var med skola vi betala, upp på Handelåttas krog i Göteborg, var med skola
1: to move back to the two salesmen actually in jokes i mean i one thing that i identified with was a younger version of myself and how the idea of the vampire teeth the uh the joke that the laughing bag and 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 the the uncle one tooth mask that they are very much something that maybe a five-year-old or ten-year-old would would kind of you know laugh at did you think carefully about those sort of items
0: yeah but because uh, these two guys I wouldn't, I, they are not mentally retarded, no, but they are very, very childish and very not so major. And uh, I wanted also to joke about it, because in our time, nowadays, it's very popular with vampire teeth. So many features about that banal idiotic thing. And <laughs> in modern time, people are fascinated by this stupid, uh, it's, it irritates me a lot. So I wanted to, to, uh, to uh, reduce the reputation of that and point out how banal it is and how... But all, for them, not banal, because they want to earn money.
1: Mm, yeah, commercial uh, sure thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to sort of maybe, and, and maybe you've thought about this after you, you make each of your films, the, the sort of the source of your comedy. I mean, again, other than paintings, I mean, comic, comic strips or... One kind of uh, comics or humoristic attitude in the Czech...
0: Uh, movies during the 60s. Milos Forman, Jiri Menzel, Ewald Schorm, these three guys, Mm -hmm. especially Forman and Menzel. They they are so humoristic, very, very, very uh, not exposed, not uh, outspoken so much. It's more restricted. Uh, mm -hmm. And I like that. I really love that. that. That common life comedy a family, a family when a father and a mother and a girl, the daughter, who start to be interesting in boys and say, yeah, it's a nice, it's a good.
1: When, you, when, you're, when you're writing and constructing yeah, a scene, yeah. do, you, do you change things around or do you abandon something because you think it's not as funny as it should be? The truth is that I,
0: I follow my first idea very, very carefully. So I trust my first idea very much. So I don't want to change it so much. I can complete it with the new scene, but not the scene itself. Mm. Should be as it was thought from the very beginning, and uh, that's also uh, what you have to do, because if you change to my, if you not don't trust your idea, it will not never be good. So I'm also as as, um, uh, careful about acting and my characters, how they act, how they care the dialogue. If they change the dialogue, I will be angry. <laughs> no improvisation. <laughs> you have respect the point. A point uh, represents a pause, a short pause, and, and take care of that pause.
1: Did you rehearse? Did you rehearse them? Do you rehearse a lot? Very,
0: very much. Very, very many times. I shoot many times also, but uh, before the shooting, I have m- s- more rehearsals, and not only the dialogue, even how they move. And uh, it takes time to find out what distance should we have to the walls what distance should we have to the furniture, to the is the porcelain, yes, everything. And even the colors, I have to find out if this colors is interesting to to combine with colors of the wall. And so yeah. it's, every detail is very, very well, very well uh, researched.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When describing your film, most people, and you know, and I would say that it's a a dark comedy, I suppose. But the thing I would like to sort of maybe mention is the fact that there is these these incredible scenes of joy. So, say, for instance, there's the, the the scene where the sailors exchanging kisses for vodka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that the, the the only agenda there is just with the music. It's just a sense of wonder, maybe. But you know that uh, story uh, about the soldiers
0: that got kisses, to, paid with kisses. That's a story uh, what I uh, that I was grown up with. It was a very popular song in uh, my childhood in Gothenburg because Gothenburg is a. Seaside city with a lot of uh, militaries. In that at that time, in the forties, uh, during the war, it was very very much militaries there, and they were poor; they couldn't afford uh, a vodka, maybe a beer, but not more. <laughs> <laughs> and then this generous Lotta, uh, limping lotta, she uh, uh, gave them the offer to pay with kisses. Yeah, yeah. So it's very. I like that uh, story mm. it's I think it's a very sweet story yeah it's for me it's touching and yeah. mm. moving yeah yeah well
1: you mean, you've, you've, and that's something that you've done many times in in, in, the, in the trilogy of films so you have the, the the subway the the tube scene, and then in in the second film you have uh, I now know where that's come from, but you have the the the, 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 the marching band sort of <laughs> playing and so I think that i, I had
0: uh, or have uh, at least had. Some talents for for the movie. Uh, I had uh, some talent for dialogue, I think, and even for uh, framing mm. and also music because I played trombone when I was young. That's why I have that uh, tr- uh, kind of music in the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like it. I, tried, I played uh, so called uh, tra- tradias. Mm. Uh, I had played trombone. And here in, in England, you had the Kid Ori, I think it was, his name was Kid Ori, also played trombone. And nowadays, uh, I play a little guitar only. But music, there was some time in my career that I hated, not not hated, but I avoided music. Because uh, I think that music made the scene more, you say, smooth? No, not not as hard, hard as more uh, weak. Music could put in weakness in scenes where there should not be weakness. Uh, and uh, that's what uh, i uh, found at that time i avoided music but now i appreciate to have music i will have more next time
1: i, I wanted to ask about um, how you cast your actors I-, I believe they're mostly unknown so how how do you find the people and what do you how how do you see which roles you like them to play earlier i had a uh,
0: uh, 50-50% actors and uh, amateurs in this case, I think it's 80% amateurs and 20 professionals. Uh, it, for me, it doesn't matter if it's a professional or not. I, what I'm looking for to want is a presence in acting. Presence. And that's the same as uh, authentic, authentic, authenticness. That's very, very important. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I want to show how people s- talk and say what they say but I also want to show how they are thinking. Hmm. So even a silent person is interesting to see to a listener, his, to a listener's face can be more interesting than uh, the talking uh, part. Or even a dog in this film. Yes. <laughs> I think the dog is also reflecting about existence. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, do, I, not, um, forgot, I forgot to say tell about that. That's a comparison to the to, to pigeon. Yeah, even the dog is reflecting. <laughs>
1: the, there is, there's, a, there's a great line which gets reused I'm, I'm, uh, on the telephone and other things. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well.
0: We have spoken to tele,
1: tele, by telephone. And, and are you sort of reveling in banality? Is that the right way? Yeah, but it's
0: also uh, about uh, loneliness and... Uh, try to to get the contact to not be alone and the happiness about relatives are doing well maybe they are have a chat with the the children on the other side of the globe and they are happy to hear that you are they are doing well it's very very common sense for me and for you for everybody (laughs) so everybody can recognize that situation
1: I was going to finish by asking, it seems just from the title itself, you just like people to think, yeah, to maybe relive some of the scenes, is that how perfect. you do it? <laughs> yeah. Re- reflect
0: about their own lives and about life, about, yeah, next time I will increase uh, that. I, I want, uh, I want um, really to reflect about uh, how you spend your time here uh, on another planet. I think I'm not finished with that question. I will be more clear next time to 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 increase the the reflections. Yes, about how do we do? There's something that's a key scene maybe here in this movie. It's the old man sitting in the restaurant when they are closing time, and uh, he says suddenly to the waiter, uh, "I I have understood a thing. I have been greedy." in all my life and uh, uh, I'm generous that's why I'm I'm happy unhappy (laughs) 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 well thank you very much thank you
1: (laughs) As you'll probably have gathered, this is a visually rich, painstakingly planned piece of cinema. It's aim to bamboozle or bemuse you in equal measure. But I very much enjoyed being the pigeon, or the dog, or whatever I was supposed to be. I'm Ben Eshmade. Thanks for listening to this archive edition of Nothing Concrete, the Barbican podcast. Here to inspire more people to discover and love the arts with weekly episodes of archive finds and themed series. Subscribe to Nothing Concrete on ACAST, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you can, leave us a review to help us get the word out.